You're listening to Irish Radio Canada at home and abroad. And for the last two weeks, we actually touched on the tom- topic of um, Thomas Darcy McGee. Last week, we were talking about two works of fiction that have just been published, historical fiction, uh, one where it is through the eyes of a young girl who was supposedly the maid in Mrs. Trotter's house, and the other through the eyes of a young girl who was supposedly in uh, Patrick James Whelan's house. So, uh, two interesting perspectives on McGee in, in that. And the Darcy McGee, Thomas Darcy McGee Summer School, is coming up in Carlingford County, Louth, uh, just literally nearly uh, around the corner. And James Kelly is the executive director of the foundation or the, the school as it's being run. And James is also involved in the Ireland-Canada University Foundation. James, thanks a million for coming along for a chat. Very welcome. Great to be here. So I mentioned that like, the, the summer school is about to get underway. And I know you have a very full agenda. I'm going to go straight in and ask, I know you have some people coming over to you from Canada. Who's coming over? Yeah, well, we have um, we've got about twenty five people coming all together. Um, our, our our kind of two uh, key uh, guests, in a way, are um, first of all we have General John de Chastelin coming, and he will be receiving the Thomas Darcy McGee Award. Um, as your listeners will know, Austin, he 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 did a huge amount here in Ireland um, during the peace process. Um, to assist with the decommissioning of weapons. Uh, he's contributed a huge amount to uh, society in, and to life in, in Ireland. So we're very excited he's coming to receive that award. Um, and the other speaker that we have um, uh, that is giving, a, giving the James Flaherty, the Jim Flaherty lecture is Jane Urquhart, um, Canadian writer, who, who again your readers will, or your listeners I'm sure will know and she's going to be giving um, the kind of keynote speech. Now, we have lots of others I could go through, but uh, they're, the kind of, they're, they're the two kind of key speakers we have coming from Canada. And I know you have uh, James Maloney, who heads up the uh, interparliamentary group of um, what would... Absolutely. Uh, MPs. Yes. Yeah, James, it's, it's fantastic that James is coming. He's chairing... Um, uh, a panel discussion, and also we have Christine Elliott, um, Deputy Premier of Ontario. Uh, she's coming to chair um, a panel discussion as well. Uh, and and we have Grand Chief uh, Joseph Norton of the Mohawk Council of Kahnawake, uh, who will be coming to speak as well. Fantastic. So a little bit about the summer school. How many years now? I remember when Tommy Fegan uh, was floating the idea and getting it going. So what year are we in? Yeah, so this is the seventh year of it. Um, it's, a, it's a very, it's, it's my first year uh, running. Tommy uh, is still very much on board on the committee. Um, but uh, we, as, as you mentioned, Austin, I'm the, the CEO of the Ireland-Canada University Foundation. And so uh, we, we've been running scholarship exchanges between Ireland and Canada for 20 years. We've given about 400 awards out to facilitate Irish going to Canada and Canadians coming to Ireland. So for us, this year, taking over the event, um, it's a great honour. Um, and I think we, what we can bring as well is that we have this network of uh, past scholars. So um, it's, it was a great kind of 
honour for for me and for us as a foundation to take over. I think we're um, you know we're very excited about what's happening this year. Now, as I understand it, there is greater awareness happening in Ireland uh, in regards Thomas Darcy McGee as the Canadian awareness has grown there. And I know you were on uh, national radio in the last few days and had the opportunity to talk about the summer school also. Yes. Yeah, well, it's a funny one. Um, uh, He's a remarkable man, Thomas Darcy McGee. Um, I'm not sure how much your listeners know about him, but he was born in Carlingford in 1825. Um, And he, uh, as a young man, he was very politically uh, active. Um, During the famine, he became um, uh, very agitated about what was happening. And he, he was a revolutionary, really. He was a Republican nationalist revolutionary. And and uh, he had to leave Ireland uh, after the 1848 uprising. He was wanted for treason. And he escaped on a boat from Donegal dressed as a priest um, uh, because he was wanted. And, and, and he had to disguise himself. And the story goes that he had to keep in disguise as he crossed uh, the Atlantic and even had to perform a wedding on a boat uh, on the way to, to North America, but um, will I tell you a little bit more about him? Just uh, yeah, indeed, in, in, indeed. And as as you would know, like our listeners are quite familiar with the Canadian side of Thomas Darcy McGee, but they may not be that familiar with some of as what you've just identified, which is the Irish side of Thomas Darcy McGee. Yeah, well, that's it. You know, I mean, he was as a young man. Um, uh, and particularly in the Ireland of famine, um, you know, with hundreds of thousands of people dying, he he came from humble background, but he was somebody who um, felt very strongly about engaging in the world around him. And uh, politics really wasn't an option when you have uh, hundreds of thousands, you know, as we now know, a million people dying. And that's why he became really radical um and, and against the British Empire, uh, and had to flee the country. But what happened when he when he came to Canada? He, he moved to Montreal in um, uh, 1857. Um, he, he stood for election, and he came to realise uh, that more could be achieved in terms of um, guiding, you know, the Irish that were there. Um, to a better life, more could be achieved through negotiation with what was the kind of British Empire at the time and the power structures that were uh, ruling Canada to, uh, in the various provinces. So he moved from being uh, what you would now, what you would call like a, you know, an activist, um, up, you know, rebel to being part of the establishment in a way. And he was instrumental in the Confederation of Canada in 1867, uh, and and he would be known in, in Canada for that. But what caught up with him was that the Irish revolutionaries, from uh, whom he had been connected with as a younger man, um, they felt betrayed by him. You know, he he had betrayed the Irish cause of independence by negotiating with the British. Um, and uh, and he was assassinated by uh, a Fenian, a member of the Fenian um, Brotherhood, in Ottawa a year after 
Canada was confederated. So that's 150 years ago this year he was assassinated. So, um, yeah. And and I know I know that that is one thing I suppose that still the question is always there. Did Patrick James Whelan, Whelan actually yeah. pull the trigger? Because uh, yeah. that is one of the great unsolved mysteries. Is he claimed right up to his hanging that he did not, but that he knew? Yeah, yeah, that is one of those mysteries. Um, and uh, and certainly, you know, th- there are questions around that. Um, but I think what, wh- where there was no question was that that Darcy McGee, Thomas Darcy McGee, in um, moving. Uh, towards the vision and you know this vision of he had for Canada, there was no place for the extremism of you know the extremer end of the Orange Order or of the kind of Fenian movement. Um, he felt that uh, the Irish uh, in Canada would would be best served by um, by becoming part of a country and engaging politically. Um, with with the power that was there, and uh, I think it's interesting now to get back to our conference, Austin. Where you know the theme of the, of the conference is new beginnings. Um, so the full name is Ireland and Canada. Uh, sorry, new beginnings in uncertain times, and um, looking at that in an Irish and a Canadian context. And I think to look back, we're not looking at Darcy McGee. It's not a, like a historical um, forum or conference. But what we are doing is we're looking at the world and the challenges that we face now, um, that Ireland face and Canada face, and looking at the future, and looking at how how can we how can we face these challenges together? You know, what can we learn from each other by connecting and you know working on the old friendship that both countries have. So it's uh, we're very much inspired by Darcy McGee, but we're looking you know to build conversations about the future. Well, when you mention that, of course, they are particularly interesting times when it comes to international negotiations, given Brexit, yeah. uh, given NAFTA, and, new, yeah. new, and yeah. uh, numerous other international political situations that uh, are where negotiation is either difficult or stumbling. Yeah. Or, or So, yeah, that is a particularly interesting um, challenge, and I'm sure it will lead to some very interesting discussions. Yeah, well, I kind of wonder, you know, if we, like I'm not a historian. Uh, I've talked to lots of uh, historians, including um, the great David Wilson, the, the expert on Darcy McGee. But, but I do wonder, you know, when he was... Um, you know, in the 1860s, when he was politically active and when he was driving towards this vision of Canada, did, did he know that he would help put together an agreement for a country that would grow and thrive for 150 years? Canada is such a, a wonderful country. Um, and I just think now, you know, when we look at Brexit and when we look at, as you say, the 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 shifts in politics in uh, in North America, certainly south of the border in in the states, there's, there's, there's certainly cause for concern. But also, there is new new beginnings all the time, and um, it would be very interesting to know how Darcy McGee would uh, would operate in this environment. Because oftentimes, I suppose it's fair to say that if there is 
and I don't say this in a, in a um, uh, way that is to imply that there was, but if there was a time where we arrive at complacency, yeah. things can just kind of go nowhere. And at times it yeah. does take a probably radical upheaval in order to get people to sit down and for heads to be banged together. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I mean, I, to get back to the idea of, uh, you know, Ireland and Canada and why we're, you know, putting on this event, um, I think, um, you know, I think it is idea, you know, people talk about friend, friendship and how you build friend. Like, you can't take friendship for granted. We always need to work on it and to keep giving it space. And this um, event is about giving space for the friendship uh, between Ireland and Canada to uh, to grow and to you know look to the future and you know as you mentioned the, you know the great difficulties potentially ahead but and Brexit being one on these shores so I think it's really important to keep conversations going um, and politics will certainly throw something at us in terms of whether or not there's a hard border or um, and similarly you could say you know talking about the situation in Canada you know the relationship between Canada and the states is always changing but politics throws us these things and then we then who you know well, I suppose politicians but also people who are working in all sorts of different areas and you know it's up to us then to, to work with that you know how can we keep conversations going um, how can we, you know, va value, protect our values and our hopes, our shared uh, history. Um, so that's what I suppose this event is about, if that makes sense. Indeed, and that's a fantastic way for us to wrap up. The website is darcymcgee.ie. You're out there on Facebook. I know you have a Twitter feed also. And the event is happening yeah. the 15th, the August 15th. You get underway. Uh, it's that's right. Two and a half day event. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We're opening Wednesday morning. Um, uh, that's on Irish time. I think yeah, your 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 listeners. I hope will be able to see some tweets uh, with the hashtag. It's hashtag Darcy McGee two zero one eight. Um, and we will be um hoping to share the speeches online afterwards as well. That would, well. be that would be fantastic and hopefully we get the opportunity here on Irish Radio Canada to share some of the um, discussion and, and addresses uh, that are made to the, those in attendance also. Um, James, thanks a million. Thank you very much, Austin.